0: Hello and welcome to Breakthrough with Brit. I am your host, Brittany Weekesser, and we have a fun and compact show for you today. I'm very excited as this show is to provide our listeners ways to lift you up through real-life stories and testimonials from people who are overcomers.
1: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Breakthrough with Brit podcast, where together we break through it all. Breakthrough it all. Keep your hopes high and volume up. You're listening
0: to Brit. Welcome back and thank you for tuning in to Breakthrough with Brit as we are in our final segment of a three-part series called Borderless Missions. What we have identified so far in this series is that our U.S. border dilemma stems from the fact that countries need to provide more basic needs for its citizens. If you missed our last two episodes with Dr. Collins Corder and Lisa Steele, I encourage you to listen to episodes 14 and 15 to catch up and learn more how these individuals are moving the needle toward international missions so families will have the means and the desire to stay in their home countries.
1: Keep your hopes high and volume up. You're listening to Brit.
0: We are featuring a program based in Honduras called Family Life Missions as this organization is providing a brighter future for children with education, while paying attention to getting their parents equipped with vocational skills and a proper home to continue raising up their family members to be contributing citizens in their home country. I don't wanna give away too much as National Director for Family Life Missions, Jose Chinchilla will be stopping by for a quick chat. So stick around.
1: You're listening to Brit.
0: We are here today speaking with National Director from Family Life Missions, Jose Chinchilla, who is speaking with us from Honduras. Welcome, Jose, to Breakthrough with Brit.
2: Hey Britt, thanks for having me on your show.
0: Oh, we have been honored to learn about this incredible Family Life Missions team that operates in Honduras. As you live in Honduras full-time, Jose, can you share with our listeners more about the state of education in this country and why it's so important for Family Life Missions to have this bilingual school as one of its services?
2: Brittany, let me address this situation by saying two things. Nearly 44% of children between the age of three and 17 are naughty school. This is because there are no schools nearby, child labor, abuse, pregnancy in twin girls, exploitation, and other factors affecting children. Second, poor quality in education. First, the, quality, the quantity and quality of teachers is inadequate. Secondly, the school infrastructure is poor and that includes libraries, technology, multi purpose sport facility, inadequate baths, water, and other factors. Now, Brittany, with the Puerto Nino School, we have a school that provides Christian curriculum, committed teachers, recreational and extensive green areas, good infrastructure, and, a, and at all at an accessible cost, with students having the opportunity to have a bilingual education. Brittany, Students that are bilingual will have the opportunity for good jobs, meaning they will be well paid and with good benefits and not and it will open doors to even study overseas to have a better education. Besides, we must remember that English is spoken in many countries. Students will be better equipped and competitive with English as a second language.
0: You're absolutely right, Jose. Education is truly the ticket to a promising future for children and their parents in many countries around the world. Through our conversations on part one and part two of Borderless Missions, Family Life Missions provides a holistic approach to its programming. I just love the fact that you actually build homes for these families as part of their well being approach. Jose, can you share with us a little bit more how the Building Dreams Program helps families obtain a normalized life in Honduras?
2: Of course, Brittany. First, let me tell you that many families don't have the means to obtain an adequate home. Many of them live in an overcrowded living space of four times four meters. That's about 172 square feet. Can you imagine how small it is? To give you more details, a family of four or five persons sleep only in two beds. Some of them only have 1.5 times 1.5 meters squares. That's about 16 square feet of living room in kitchen space. And others don't even have room for a kitchen or living room. So Brittany, as you may figure and imagine, this family struggles strongly in a holistic way, spiritual, social, physical, and emotional, of course. With this comes feelings and thoughts of indignity in their lives. Many families live in a state of adaptability to their envi- environment that does not allow them to see a better quality of life or improvement to their future. Reasons for this are many, but that is another subject to discuss. But now, but know that with building dreams, we allow them to see a better quality of life and improvements of their future. It gives them God-given dignity. With this program, we help families build a new house or improve a house. If we are building or improving a house, we make sure they have suitable spaces to sleep, make meals, and of course, chat. For example, Brittany, this year we're helping a woman who is the sister of two teens that were under our care. When we say that we were helping her, she reacted with a big and enthusiastic smile. She started to do a lot of errands we asked her to do, to help with the build, and she did it with a high motivation. Many families, Brittany, react this way. They have a purpose in life again. This is just one purpose building dream does.
0: Thank you for giving us a better understanding of the challenges these families experience regarding their basic needs, such as a roof over their heads, the space in which they sleep in, and even a concrete floor versus a dirt floor. I'd like to take a moment and pivot to discuss about orphan care. It's from my understanding that there has been a shift in orphan care programming. Can you explain this shift in orphan care and how Family Life Missions is matching loving families with kids who have been abandoned?
2: Uh, Let me explain this in two ways, Brittany. First, there are scientific studies and organizational experience like us, that tracks the negative impact in the life of the children associated with with residential care. We're talking about attachment issues, brain growth problems, neural deficiencies, language, cognitive, emotional, and social development. Children who are institutionalized have severe problems adapting to society. And most of them, when they are out, have unhealthy relationships. What I mean by this, selfishness, emotional breakdown, lack of negotiation, lack of care, and others. All this evidence and studies, Brittany, should move us to rethink orphan care in our country. And that is what we are doing. Secondly, there is biblical foundation. It is God's mind and heart that children live in families. Psalm 68 6 says, God says the lonely in family. We as a church are called to care for the orphan and widow. The place God has instituted for a child to develop healthy is in families. The family is the source of love, care, tenderness, acceptance, material support, emotional support that a child needs. Family, at the same time that are healthy, provides stability, nurture, and protection, which is particularly important for their development. This is why, Brittany, orphan care needs to be addressed in different ways. At Family Life Missions, we have started to place children in foster care families that are committed and called to serve these children. We are empowering families with parental techniques. TBRI, TBRI is one of them. So that parents can have healthy attachment, learn how to empower the children and how to correct behavior meeting the children's needs.
0: Beyond many of your qualifications you bring to the table, Jose, being the national director in Honduras for Family Life Missions, you are also a certified trust-based relational intervention specialist. You mentioned this previously as a TBRI specialist. Can you share with us how this certification helps you connect with a child who has experienced trauma and abandonment and how they are loved and cared for in Family Life Missions program?
2: Let me start with a quote from one of our caregivers who was training TBRI, which is Trust-Based Relational Intervention, which is a therapeutic model that trains caregivers to provide effective support in treatment for at-risk children. He said, TBRI has taught me to see a different way to discipline my children. I am very thankful for knowing this intervention that is based in attachment and trauma, Now I know a different way to discipline my child without using physical punishment. These were the words of a caregiver, Brittany, and this was true for many of us. In our culture, Brittany, using physical punishment is part of our discipline. Sadly, many go to the extreme and it turns to physical abuse. We learned that using physical punishment with children who have experienced trauma worsens their brain development and they become more traumatized. TBRI has taught us different ways to connect, empower and correct the children. We connect first with the children by being aware of our attachment background, how it has affected us and the power of turning that around, which is possible. Second, by being present and connected with them. What I mean by this is playing with them. Giving, giving them choices, compromise, redo, and practicing life values. We learn to empower them with meeting their physiological needs, such as hydration and blood glucose solutions. At the same time, Brittany, we empower them with ecological needs, such as healthy transitions and routines. And last, we learn ways to re- re- redirect behavior. First, with proactive strategies, such as nurture groups, and responsive strategies, such as the idea response. Many families in our program, Brittany, are still learning and applying TBRI with their children. And it has changed their whole perspective on how to raise a child with trauma background and with their own child, too.
0: Jose, thank you for sharing how you are empowering these children to combat trauma in healthy ways. And it's so interesting that orphan care uh, is changing and it's shifting. And so foster care in America seems to have been around for decades, although in Honduras, Foster care is a brand new program. Family Life Missions has partnered with the Honduran government by piloting a foster care program for abandoned babies and toddlers. Can you share with us more how you are providing care for these children?
2: Brady, as I mentioned earlier, we are convinced that children need a family to develop healthy lives. And And partnering with the government to pilot a foster care program is a dream come true. I would say to many organizations that this program is a great opportunity to extend or shift services for providing care to the children. This work, of course, requires the responsibility of the church, family, community, family life missions, and the government. With this important program, we are able, Brittany, to provide loving families for the children. Of course, I must say that we are facing a lot of challenges since the foster care initiative is not yet as part of our culture in Honduras. We are working with pastors and church leaders to re-educate on the role of the church to care for, the, for orphans and what are the biblical foundation that sustain these principles. So we need to work intentionally and patiently with the church to have a more participative church for the care of orphans and be able to have more loving families to accept this calling. Another aspect of providing care for these children is the training part. As I mentioned recently, all families are being trained in TBRI and other trauma-informed training. When we provide these tools, we are helping families take care of the children under their care. Many families have stated the importance of knowledge on trauma and how it helps them to approach two children in a mindful way. And finally, Brittany, our professional staff, I mean psychologists and social worker, do the follow up of every case, making sure the process is running according to the foster care protocol.
0: It's amazing how your leadership, Jose, is addressing the root cause of poverty head on by providing sustainable life skills for children by providing them the families that they need to grow up with love and care and you're teaching them life skills with biblical foundation tell us jose how can our listeners here in america support hondurans to live a more sustainable life in their home country
2: Great me we strongly believe, believe in the power of prayer and one of the things listeners in the united states can do is pray together sin is one of the root causes of many problems honduras is facing and i believe in many developing countries We will be incredibly grateful if you all have a consistent prayer for us and the many families in Honduras. On the other hand, I have mentioned some of the things we're doing with the children and families of Honduras in different programs. We ask you to please help us continue to educate children and families, which we believe is the door to opportunities. Help us build more houses for many families that probably could not have the opportunity to build an adequate house. This will help tremendously in their emotional and physical lives. Brittany, I would like to end this part saying thanks to all of you uh, that are here in this podcast. And my wish is that God has called to your heart and mind to join us in this work.
0: And Jose, as we wrap up our time together, how has standing in the gap on this border control issue helped you reshape your perspective on borderless missions?
2: really uh, let me start saying that migration is very complex but i do believe that thriving with god in the midst of what is happening in the country is possible let me say that the gospel is good news and every family can make the decision to accept that good news good news is still spreading all over the world and if it is still spreading then we know that chaos confusion Desperation, violence, and corruption is part of life. The difference relies in how we face these challenges. One important principle we have as an organization is restoration. God wants to restore families, and we should be part of that process. We are working to give families a spiritual approach and how important it is to have God as our Lord and Father so we can thrive in a broken world with important values, such as the importance of a united family. Our hope, Brittany, is that families can embrace these teachings and learnings and be equipped to thrive in this world.
0: It's inspiring to hear that there are active organizations like Family Life Missions that is feeding into the lives of parents and children to help raise them up to be contributing members in their home communities. Thank you, Jose, for all the work you're doing there in Honduras and for bridging the gap on what true borderless missions looks like.
2: Thank you, Brit, for having me on your show.
1: You're listening to Brit.
0: Well, that's all for today's episode on Breakthrough with Brit. Thank you for listening and special thanks to Jose Chinchilla for joining me today as we conclude part three of our special three-part series on borderless missions. Family Life Missions is embarking on their largest fundraiser campaign goal of $25,000 that launches on April 26. To get involved in this conversation and to support their work and effort in Honduras, I encourage you to visit familylifemissions.org and click on the option tab, Get Involved. Thank you for walking with me through this special series on borderless missions. I hope you're moved to take action. So until we meet again, continue to break through.
1: Keep your hopes high and volume up. You're listening to Brit.
0: If you're not yet a subscriber to this podcast, please subscribe now. You can help us increase our exposure by giving us an honest rating and review. We love to hear from you. And don't forget to share this episode with others. If you want to share your story, visit us online at breakthroughwithbrit.com. Thank you for tuning in today on Breakthrough with Brits.